Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward to today as we wrap up First Timothy chapter number 4, and we'll read some very familiar verses, or at least I believe they are, and some great verses here in the Word of God. Now, as you're finding your place in the book of First Timothy chapter number 4, uh, let me invite you to visit Help for Today. The web address is helpfortoday.org. Help and the number 4 today.org. Now, Help for Today is a free resource that's been put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College. And these men and these ladies have taken the time to compile and write articles designed to be a blessing and a help to the Christian life. All of this is done with you in mind. We wanted to put together a free resource just to be a blessing to people, and here it is in Help for Today. Go to the website, and you can just peruse, if you will. You can just kind of go through the uh, different articles that are available, and you can type in a topic if you'd like and search in that way too, and you'll find articles written for every area, uh, married folks, single folks, young people, older people, devotionals, uh, Bible doctrine, current events, music, media, uh, different parts of the ministry. All of that is listed on Help for Today. Also, you can subscribe if you like by simply typing your email address in and then hit subscribe in the pop-up box. Now, this doesn't cost anything, but it does put you on our email list, and that enables us to send you a free article every day to your email inbox, and we want to do that. So just go to Help for Today, subscribe, and you can use those articles. I read mine every morning with my Bible reading, and I use it sort of like a daily devotional, and I like it because the thought is different every day, and it comes from a different angle every day, and God will use that, and I can apply that truth in my life, and every time it's a blessing, every time it's a benefit to my Christian life. So sign up, helpfortoday.org. All right, here we go, First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an example of the believers. All right, so Timothy is a younger man. Paul is an older man. Paul is writing to Timothy and giving him some principles to live by. And Paul has been telling Timothy how to order the church, how to operate the church, the different offices for the church and their qualifications. And now he's leaving him with some final remarks. Now, I know we still have a couple of chapters left, but you can tell Paul is sort of closing. He's getting more uh, personal now. He says, let no man despise thy youth. Don't be despicable. Now, despising youth, I don't mean, that does not mean that they just despise you because of your age, but they despise you because you act your age. One of the biggest hurdles, I wrote a book a long time ago, probably wrote the book before I should have. I was a young preacher when I wrote it. But I wrote a book on troubles that uh, target Timothy's. And one of those is they act their age. As a young preacher, you already have a big enough battle to get people's respect and attention because of your age without you compiling and making that worse by acting young. Whenever I was starting out in the ministry, and I'm not the example, but I had examples and I followed them. When I started out in the ministry, I was 22 years old. 
Now, if you're that age now, you think it's old, but can I say I'm down the road a little ways now, and I can't believe people let me preach for them at that age. I don't deserve it now, but it's amazing, 22 years old. But I was careful to not talk like a 22-year-old in the pulpit. I didn't want to dress like a 22-year-old in the pulpit or out. I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to carry myself as a novice, a young person, but I modeled my ministry, I modeled my language, I modeled my preaching style after those who were more seasoned. It's hard enough to get respect and to get a listening ear from an older crowd when you're young without you acting that way. I would tell young preachers when you get in the pulpit, it's not time to say dude and cool and all these kind of words. You talk biblical. Know your Bible. Memorize scripture. Use Bible words in the pulpit. You don't want to dress like a reject from a boy band. You don't want to look like you're freshly dropped out of the youth department into the pulpit. Let no man despise thy youth. Don't be overly, overly uh, joking, overly sarcastic. Be careful how you conduct yourself in the pulpit. It says, but be thou an example of the believers. How? In word. What you say? Your words carry weight. You ought to make sure you're, listen, as a pastor especially, you are the example. Jesus is our role model, amen? He's our supreme example. But you're standing in his stead. You're the, uh, you're the uh, figurehead, if you will. You're the under-shepherd. Your words matter in conversation. That means in your lifestyle. Your lifestyle ought to reflect uh, the lifestyle of a man of God, not a young person. All right, your conversation, not just your conversation, but in charity, the way you treat people, in love, right? Charity. The Bible says in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, here's what Paul says to Timothy, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Wow, he says, Timothy, here's three things I want for a young preacher. I want you to study your Bible. I want you to preach the Bible, and I want you to know why you believe what you believe. I want you to know what you believe and know why. No doctrine. All right? I had a young preacher, younger preacher, just the other day ask me for advice. He said, Brother Cooper, is there anything you would tell a younger preacher? And one of the first things I said in that reply that I sent was, study your Bible. Now, I didn't just say read it, but study your Bible. Feed on your Bible. Meditate on your Bible. Chew over the truth of the Bible. Be a Bible student. Be a Bible st a student. We have too many Bible scholars, not enough Bible students. And Paul tells this to Timothy. He said, give attendance to reading. That means make sure you do it. Make sure it's in your schedule. By the way, maybe you ought to schedule Bible reading time. I have a Bible reading schedule every day. I get up, and first thing I do, read my Bible. No matter what's going on, that's the first thing I do. It's my schedule. I read the Bible. I might get up at different times depending on the schedule, but I always start in the Word of God. Reading, exhortation, give attendance to it. Exhorting, that's Bible preaching. I want you to give attendance to preaching. Make preaching the main event. Don't put preaching on the back burner. Don't uh, trade out preaching for uh, uh, small groups. It's preaching time. Don't cancel preaching for some other kind of fellowship. It's preaching time. Now, you can plug all that in, but not at the expense of preaching. Give attendance to reading. Give attendance to preaching, exhortation. And they said to doctrine. 
It says, Timothy, know what you believe. Don't just say Jesus saves. Tell us why you think that. Give us some scripture for it. Uh, don't just say that you believe the Bible is the inspired word of God, but give us some doctrine that backs it up. Don't just tell us that you believe that uh, salvation is by grace through faith. You better know why. Don't just tell us that a deacon and a pastor ought to be this, that, or the other. You got to know why. Make sure you know your doctrine. Don't just tell us once saved, always saved. Tell us what that means. You got to have some Bible verses. Know your doctrine. Verse 14, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by I prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. I'm underlining that right now. Give thyself wholly. That means be all in with your calling. Give it everything you got. Don't be half-hearted. Don't be halfway. Don't be almost. But live it, breathe it, sleep it, think it, eat it, drink it, whatever it is. Be all in. Give yourself wholly to studying. Give yourself wholly to preaching. Give yourself wholly to soul winning. Give yourself wholly to the work of the ministry. Timothy, be all in. Don't ride the pine. Don't be halfway. Give it all you got. There's too many of these preachers that dabble in their calling and major in their hobbies. They're expert deer hunters and mediocre preachers. They're expert golfers and mediocre pastors. They're expert car drivers and mediocre uh, servants of God. And I'm not against hobbies. I have them and I love them and I'm in it. But I want to be all in my calling, the work of God. Give myself wholly to it, that thy profiting, profiting may appear to all. Verse 16, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Boy, that, that word has been emphasized over and over again. Paul keeps saying, Hey, doctrine's important. Doctrine's a main thing. Doctrine is necessary. Make sure you give heed to doctrine. And I like what he says, continue, continue in them. He doesn't say change it. He doesn't say alter it. He says continue. The things that I've preached, you preach. The things I've taught, you teach. The things I practice, you practice. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. What do you mean? Saving him, not eternal salvation, but from heartache and from trouble and from church splits and from problems and quarrels in the ministry. Take heed unto thyself. He said, don't heed. In the first uh, verse, don't heed the seducing spirits. Don't heed the doctrines of the devils, but take heed unto yourself. What's that mean? Your ministry, your first priority is to make sure you're right with God. You're growing in grace. You're studying the scripture. You know God. Before others, make sure you're in check. And Timothy, that's what you ought to do as a preacher. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Now, we've been studying in the book of 1 Timothy. That wraps up 1 Timothy chapter number 4. I'm enjoying going through these verses. Next broadcast, join me as I'll begin 1 Timothy chapter 5. And until then, keep on praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.